0: This is Andy Wakefield, and this is the Andy Wakefield Podcast. This is a place where stories are told that have never been heard before.
1: Welcome back to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. My name is Laurie Gregory, and I am here, of course, with Andy Wakefield. Andy, how are you?
0: I'm well. All good. All good.
1: Right? All good. We have more people talking about vaccine safety than ever before on the planet. And we have a very special guest who has a new film out. I'm really excited to talk about it. Andy, would you like to introduce our guest?
0: Yes, fellow filmmaker and a man with his finger on the pulse of what's happening in England, Jamie Ike. Jamie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Nice to speak to you both. The film I've watched, love it. If people want to get some really good information, really good information, from people like my great friend Sherry Tempany uh, at Rashid Buttar. Please go to this film. We'll give you all the details at the end of the podcast so that you can go and see. Uh, it really is this stuff there that I didn't know. I was very glad to see it. Thank you very much. Well put together. Jamie, quick question. So since you are over there, what is happening in the old country? Bring us up to date.
2: Well, it's pretty crazy here at the moment. Um, it seems to be we've overtaken a lot of countries around the world and been the most fascistic and draconian in terms of the 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 impositions that people are being placed under at the moment so we, we were kind of sold most way most of the way through 2020 that if we went along with it we went along with it then we'd have a relatively normal christmas that was kind of one of the big sales pitches we had a a four-week lockdown in November, which they claimed was to save Christmas. Lo and behold, a couple of days before Christmas, they put in more restrictions and they removed some of the some of the positive things that they put in play, where people were going to have five days they could mix and they could all those things that people were looking forward to. They then made that I think one day, and it was it again. It was it was just lots of reasons to make people feel even more horrible around around that time of year, because obviously as as a fellow Englishman, Christianity is the kind of a uh, main religion here in the UK and the big festival of that is obviously christmas so so in the culture christmas is massive in this country so to destroy that was was certainly something that that really didn't sit well with many people. But the problem is people weren't really doing anything about it. And then obviously we come into January and straight away within a couple of days they've announced a the national wide lockdown and they've um, announced that a lot of the policies that have been in place last year were going to be policed even more aggressively. So the masks in shops, for example, is now being policed even more aggressively. And the three or four of the major supermarket chains have now come out and said so they're going to put guards on the doors. They're going to stop people shopping unless you're on your own if you're not wearing a mask you need to now have an exemption lanyard whereas in the past from from july when they were made mandatory you just had to say you were exempt and nobody could argue now you actually have to show a lanyard or some proof that you're exempt mm. i was told a story today when i got home by my uh my wife that there was some a runner out in the uk running and he was stopped by a covid marshal and told him he had to stop exercising because he was running too fast so breathing too heavily i mean <laughs> you literally can't make this stuff up just just down the road from me where i live in derbyshire there was two girls that were given fixed penalty notices for meeting at a um a country park to have a walk despite on the surface of it doing everything they were told to do they arrived in separate cars they stayed apart because they brought their own hot chocolates they technically brought a picnic which was against the as a a quote from the police officers the spirit of the lockdown which apparently now means you can get a fixed penalty
0: fine for breaking
1: wow
0: What's the metric of whether you're breathing too hard? I mean, that is the most bizarre. And all this comes in the face of emerging science, you know, really good science, which says masks do not work and lockdown has not worked and does not work. In fact, I believe lockdown puts a genetic selection pressure on the virus by making it more difficult for the virus to be transmitted, not stopping it, but making it more difficult to be transmitted, that we're getting the emergence of more easily transmissible strains of the virus. So this whole policy of lockdown not only is not supported by the science, but I believe is driving the mutation of the virus to bigger and bigger problems. I see Switzerland, has uh, they're calling a referendum on lockdown. At the same time, just over the border, you've got Germany, are going to bang people up in in prison.
1: um, Oh, I saw that.
0: Yeah, for for not obeying. If if we continue down this road, there's going to be no end to this process because you are going to put further selection pressures on the virus, and that comes about with vaccination as well. You're going to generate more mutants, and lo and behold, we predicted at the weekend in Ohio at a meeting that what that would lead to is the drug companies just making more and more and more versions of the vaccine, being on a gravy train forever. And lo and behold, just a few days ago, the and Moderna said exactly that's exactly what they're going to do
1: did you see that it was just announced just an hour ago that there's a clinic in California that is discontinuing the Moderna vaccine 330,000 doses because they've had too many reactions
0: yeah and and this is the big problem now is there the reports of deaths and and Jamie you must have heard this from England as well but deaths in Norway and India and the US that I don't. I really don't think that if there's any sanity, this, this vaccine, these vaccines have got more than six months on the market. I probably even less. Jamie, what's the situation over there in terms of deaths?
2: Well, here they they're keeping it very very quiet. They're, they're really not talking about it they're they're pushing out things in the newspaper which are are usually just kind of testing the waters as to how people would react if they actually did it where they want to actually make you know any any discussion of vaccine awareness or anti-vaccine they want to make it illegal and you, you know the fact they're doing that shows that they're clearly worried about the debate and they're worried about something to hide hence why they go after people like yourself Andy, so aggressively as they have done over the years because they don't want to have the debate because they can't win it here in the UK, they're, they're talking about the fact that they've they've vaccinated, I think, close to 3 million people now, which I think is a big propaganda exercise. I don't think they've vaccinated anywhere near that many people because on the flip side of that, there's then stories of doctor surgeries having to throw big batches of the vaccine away because people aren't turning up. So I think there's, there's probably a little bit of the... The propaganda there, you know, suggesting they're vaccinated more than they have to encourage more and more people to go and get it when it's their turn. But there's been a lot of evidence of really bad reactions in, in frontline workers. There's been talk of certain care homes in the country where people have had uh, have the vaccine. And then there's I think there's a care home in, in Manchester where 22, I think it is, 22 people have died since they started rolling out the vaccine in that care home about a month ago. But obviously these things are not making the press. The, the, the press here have become, obviously, in the UK, we've had propaganda for years a bit against against Russia and how how Russia acts, whereas the, the press here are, are becoming what you'd expect, you know, a Stalinist Russia press to be like, where only the state narrative is heard. I think we've become the worst in the world in terms of the press coverage of this. It really is. Yeah,
0: it's an odd thing is that even though the the media in this country is profoundly, against us, that is those who are concerned about vaccine safety, they do appear to be keen to report the complications yeah. of the vaccine. So we are seeing it, and I suspect it'll be un- an underestimate. And we know if it's based upon the vaccine adverse events reporting system, it'll be a gross underestimate. But nonetheless, I don't know what your thoughts are, Laurie, but I I, I think they've they've been keen to do it. I think, you know, it sells media in this country, so they'll do anything that'll sell newspapers and and stories like this.
1: Well, it it is funny that the New York Post, which used to be a joke rag trash newspaper in New York is becoming one of the bastions of journalism over the New York Times. And who had ever thought they're one of the few truth telling newspapers in America. And I noticed they've started to be a little bit more forward in reporting some of these stories, but we're all waiting for the obvious, right? The fact that more and more scientists and doctors are coming forward. They're all being censored. We've been censored, certainly on social media. We know that the film, our film's been censored. Jamie, have you seen any kind of censorship in the UK, outside the UK with your film? We've managed to stay on YouTube with our trailer for almost a year and and we're sort of wondering if it's because Andy's latest film is about policy, It's, it's actual fact, it's not something they can dispute or if they just haven't discovered us yet. Are you guys getting any censorship with your film?
2: We've had some censorship in the sense of um, being unable to promote, you know, using Facebook and Instagram adverts, for example. They won't do that. And within a few days of the film being released, my Facebook profile was restricted personally, which was attached to the page where the, the trailer was hosted. And just this week, actually, I've been banned indefinitely from ever from hosting events and uh, creating groups on Facebook. <music>
1: You've been listening to the Andy Wakefield Podcast. To continue the conversation, go to 1986theact.com slash membership, where for $5 a month, you can subscribe and access the Andy Wakefield Podcast in its entirety and much more.